abrupt there, but it's all good. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bizarre Junkies podcast. I am your host, Austin Alvarez. Uh, we have a great episode for you today that actually a lot of people have been asking for uh, since we had a clip go viral with uh, Brian Hopkins from Heroes Journey podcast. It actually went viral uh, a few months ago. And so one of the stories he told was about his little sister. Well, who do we have in studio but Miss Buffy Hopkins, who is Brian's little sister. But Buffy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Ooh, I, you ooh, know. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> we have Lana too, by the way. Lana, Lana's in studio again. Uh, Lana, I mean, we, I mean, I think everybody will hear this. Yeah, they've already heard this, but you're official now. Yeah, I'm official. I'm an employee. Yay. She got hired on full time, so she's here. She's killing it. She's making my life harder. I mean, uh, easier. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Buffy, you, from what I, to be fair, I want everybody to know. Before we get into this episode, we have talked for maybe five minutes total in the three times we've met. True. Yeah. There's no planning here. There's nothing that we coordinated or anything. So as I get information here, you too are getting information here. So there's no, because I've seen that where other podcasts will have somebody who has medium capabilities and you can tell that they're like, okay, so what you're going to do at minute 35 is you're going to like pretend yeah, to, to be reached by you. my grandmother, okay? <laughs> Uh, so you have been described as having, I don't want to say you are a medium because I feel like that's, you know, if you want to call yourself a medium, then I'll, I'll but I don't want to label you or anything, but you, you seem to have medium, you're, you're more sensitive to medium capabilities than most people. That, that nicely put, yes. Okay. So I sometimes call myself a walking angel. Walking or, angel. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. That's okay. So I haven't heard that one yet, but I that deliver, one's. I deliver messages make people feel a little bit more at ease with people that have passed right okay so how did you discover your mediumship abilities like when did it all start to like finally culminate or you were like oh wait a minute wow um after my daughter went away to college again i well not again i knew something you know you know you know you have your uh, as a little girl i knew there were things about me, but didn't really understand them. And I could see things and I would feel things. And at points got scared sometimes because didn't really know what it was. But as I got older, I understood it. You get older, you read books, you realize, okay, that's me. But uh, my daughter went away for college and I was, didn't really know what to do with myself because I was a single mom, you know, and I'd had some incidents with, uh, with her growing up, but didn't really share them with people. So I'd be like, okay, that that made it, uh, it confirmed it. Um, but it was really when she went away for college and I was walking through a grocery store. I went in doing what I do all the time and, you know, getting her food because I shopped every night. It was just her and I, and I'd get the things that we need. And I'm in Ralph's and I'm walking down each aisle realizing I don't need anything because it's just me at home now. And I literally said out like, like, what is my purpose? Like, what do I do now? And life, life, so someone's here. Um, oh, life. that's interesting. See the, uh, so when something, when, when someone visits me, see the hairs on my I arms? do see that, yeah. So that is somebody coming in right now. And I, and I honestly don't know who it is because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, but yeah, someone's here. Um, I almost not planned by the way, everybody. This, no, this not is at all. this is spur this of the moment. Is, um, yeah, give me a minute as we go through this. I see it, I see it. 
but so when when that happened life showed it to me and um it's actually my grandma and she's with me and she's wow wow she's with me strong right now wow um so, so people can't see this but like your skin legit changed like it's not like yeah you have legitimate goosebumps in your hair standing up and it is not cold in here by the way no i'm, I'm sweating. sweating yeah, yeah <laughs> we're all here. sweating in it's here super so, warm. yeah so what i'm feeling so what you see happens to me um this is my grandma telling me that yes you're this is you and that you're on the right path and you keep speaking of it and share it because this is that she's she passed away when I was 19 years old and she actually helped raise me, but I was with her more than I was with my brothers and sisters and my mom and dad because both of our parents worked and I was the baby. So every weekend I went to my grandma's farm and spent every week and then went home on the weekends. So my grandma is very close to me. So when, um, when she passed, my mom sometimes will even say, why do you get to talk to my mom still and I don't, you know, but it is right. my grandma does come she'll she'll let me know things and she'll push me along. So when this path started, so you're actually the first one that kind of it it hit and her to say yes. When I was on with my brother, I think my grandma was more like okay, get, that was the first time I'd ever said it out loud to anybody. So now that I'm sharing it more, yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like a notion of like okay it's okay it's okay to be this here. This is you, yeah, and and that's what you see, and th and that is somebody in the past life what they will do. Okay. So if it were to be someone that had passed through you, if I'm around you, or if I need to get the message to someone, I can be in a room that is I don't know anybody in it. Something will happen like that, and I just ask who. Right. Who am I supposed to? Why? Why? Who are you coming? And they will show themselves to me. And then that's when I walk up to them and kindly say, hi, I need you to know. You can tell me no, but this is, I am a medium and there's a message from, and I will say the name that I have with me. Right. And at that point, that person realizes. And I've heard stories, um, I believe on our, on my show, as well as the episode you did with your brother, which by the way, if you haven't seen that episode, you should check it out. It's on a Hero's Journey podcast and you were on it. And I was, I was sitting where Lana is for most yes. of it. And it was a very interesting conversation. But you've had, you've walked up to people that don't even know who you are mm -hmm. and have done this. And so, um, I mean, I was going to get to this kind of at the end, but I've always had the belief that mediums were always kind of full of it. But in the sense of like mediums who are actively posting and that you can tell, oh, that's their, their livelihood, which like, okay, if you're yeah. doing it for entertainment, but like I met you at your brother's show. And that's how I knew you. I was like, oh, it's Brian's sister. Never once was it brought up, oh, she's a medium until, he, you know, he was on the show. He didn't even know we were going to, We neither of us knew we were going to talk about it that day. Right. It just, he said, there's so many things to you. And that just happened to be what came out of my mouth. I guess I was ready to share. <laughs> right. And that's, and that's the reason why I wanted to have you on is because mm -hmm. you aren't here to try to profit off of people. Not at all. I mean, it, it seems like only recently... I mean, I feel like it started with Brian coming on my show. That mm -hmm. kind of started the public, I would say, the public yes. notice of that. And then you came on his show, and then it was like, okay, now the floodgates have opened. Yes. And now, um, you're, now you're here. Yeah. And, and so, thank you for having me. Of course. No, 100%. Um, it, like I said, because of the fact that, like, you're not here trying to, to like, 
you know, I and I don't want to put down any other medium or what right. they do or anything, but it's just not me. Like I said, I refer more of being an angel. I'm doing the work that I was born to do. Right. Because I didn't read a book. I didn't. There's nothing right. it about just happened. me that this is how I was born. So I don't get to go, no, I don't want you to come through. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't exist in my world. So go. So we, we just saw an, an encounter literally live mm -hmm. on the show. So can you describe what it's like to communicate with the? Because it's obviously not like you're going to sit there and look at them like I'm looking at Lana and be like, all right, Lana. <laughs> or maybe it is. I, I'm not no, aware. No, you. Um, and everyone is different it really does depend on who is trying to get the message and there's sometimes that it's like i need this message and i need it to them right this second and i need you to find that you know that you're close to them you're close to them and i need you to get it to them and it and it can be as easy as that don't blame yourself you know i need you to just messages to give people peace of you know because when someone passes away some most of the time they didn't get to tell them they love them or it was in an argument and they weren't talking you know so many scenarios happen so in in my experience i'm mostly there to give a message of comfort so for me to profit off of something like that doesn't seem it right. feels right yeah, it feels wrong it, right it feels wrong so for me it's to just let people be able to live life with a little bit more ease and peace. And right. I always share with them, talk to them because they are here. I can, I'm, you know, yeah. I, I don't know you and I didn't know that I knew this name coming out of my mouth, but this is the message that they have for you. And I have really haven't had one person go, what are you talking about? I've never had that. They look in this, some cry, some grab me and hug me, some break down some have asked me to talk to them more you know see them after that encounter d just different things so every time is different some ha t have taken a toll on me sometimes I feel like I've been hit I don't I've never really been hit by a truck but it feels like mentally if, if you're, you, yeah you're, if, right. you, if you could imagine what that feels like I feel drained and I feel like I just want to sleep and uh, I feel exhausted and it could be a two minute encounter but if it's super strong i'm done there's no right it takes a minute i was just in costa rica for my birthday last week and um happy birthday <laughs> thank you she's 25 everybody yeah, so, right, so for those of you asking <laughs> <laughs> and um a woman a friend of a friend that, that i was out there with she was out there she lives out there i didn't know her had never met her was it your first time Meeting her. Uh, yeah. First time going to Costa Rica as well? or No, no, no. Okay. But, but, but first time meeting her. First time meeting her. And we were all in, a, in the pool. We were at the beach club and we're in the pool there and all just talking and, you know, watching the sunset go down. And um, her son had passed away not that long ago, actually. And uh, my friends had told her who I was, told her a little bit about me. But I didn't, I never share, I never, you know, and she was just having a conversation with me. She didn't ask anything. We were just talking and then just out of nowhere. But I had to ask at that moment, please not now, because he came through really fast. I was in water. I There were so many things. I had been drinking. So, uh, sorry, not to cut you up, but so you were in water. Does it, is it? It, so, so it can take over, like uh, going back to your question, sorry. It takes over my body. Sometimes my hands 
colon. Like yeah, compressed. Sometimes my chest tightens. Sometimes oh. my, you know, like this, this is a light, what you just witnessed. Right. That's lightly them saying, hey, I'm here and it's, it's for you or it's, you know, it's just a little message. But when it's intense, it takes over. Sometimes I've had experiences where I can't breathe. If that person, this is an experience that I'll share in a minute, but that person um, passed of a, of, um, a stroke or something, they couldn't breathe. And so it took over my body. And um, that part was hard because I couldn't, it, it took me a minute and I had to keep up. It's like, please, no, please, no. Like, I, right. I can't do this. So being in water, you don't know at that moment until you can get around where, how that person passed or what happened. And so usually I can take the time and go, okay, okay, I'm safe. Okay, I'll, I can let this through. Um, but at that moment I was in water. Well, she later shared with me when I said, please not now. And I, I put my head down and tear, they always, tears, everything, it takes over. It's not me. I have to say, give me a minute and compose myself. And so that evening, you know, she, she apologized. She said, no, I said, no, you, it, nothing you did. This is uh, nothing yeah. to do with you. You just came up to have a conversation with me. Um, but she later shared with me that her son drowned in the tub. Oh. And so... I believe my fear right at that moment was I couldn't I couldn't do this in water. So I later told her we'll we'll have this meeting again outside <laughs> above, above on above land. Water, on land, <laughs> on land. Because it, I mean it's not scary for me, but you you do have to get your bearings and when they're coming through, I visibly see them. I've been able to describe uh, for my I was sitting at my daughter's boyfriend's, his parents, his mom, and we were in their house, and we, again, just talking, and they were asking, you know, hey, Sky had mentioned, or Adam had mentioned, and I was like, oh yeah, you know I am, and I don't say anything, but in that presence, it lets, if somebody's there, it lets them know, yes, it, you know, you're here, and I, um, oh, you're fine. I was off. Um, <laughs> We have a phone call. The uh, it's not a spirit. It seeks car extended warranty. Paging you at the moment. Um, yes. So I, I think we should we should move on to the spirits, not the car extended warranty. <laughs> yeah. But I was sitting there, and then out of nowhere, I was said, "Someone is actually in your homies with you all the time," and they said, "What?" And they said, "Well, the the daughter, the um, one just under the brother, says." I wake up every night, I, I hear him, he's in the house. And I said, well, you don't, this person is wearing brown khakis, a white shirt, short gray hair, mustache. I fully described him. And the mom walks out with it. She goes up in her room for minute, like 20 minutes or whatever. And she went searching for this picture and she uh, pulls out and she goes, and I go, that, that's who I'm seeing. That's who I'm seeing. And she, it was Felipe's. The, the it, it's his dad and I go oh well you guys have nothing to be like you're fine it's this is your, your grandpa this is your grandpa in the house and they were like oh they all of them what I mean, <laughs> they were so scared I mean they Lana were... has a ghost that follows her named Frank uh, well we named him Frank I don't know his actual name but he but shushed her there's he a, there's a ghost that walks around and follows my brother and now <laughs> I feel like he's now he's attached to me because now he's scaring me but, but I feel like he's not scaring it's you. It's a like, child. I see him. 
It's a child. It's a kid? It's a kid. It's not a man. Not like a, um, but yeah. Oh, oh, yes. So this show shows me that what I'm <laughs> telling you is correct. Are you serious? Yeah. So and her hair. So for because they can't pick it up on the cameras, no. but like it's the same thing that happened this earlier in the episode. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. it's a little. He's about this tall. I see him. He's got dishwater blonde hair. No, he's got a descent. There's some color to him, but he's got, um, yeah, and it it's actually. It's someone in your family. It's someone who has passed. Somebody, I see a grandma. I, um, there was some, a, a, a child, a loss of a child, even before you were born. It was before you were born. It's somebody before you. But that's why really? he hangs with you. He's your, like your, he's your family. He's your cousin. What? Yeah. What? He's your, yeah. That's, and he's not there to harm you. Oh no, he's like my best friend. Yeah. Like I love him. I he, love he does you. get annoyed with her though. There is a video of him shushing her. That, yeah, because that's his, it, it's your family, and he is shushing you. How <laughs> loud! Damn. Yeah, it is. There's, there's, and it, it was, it was before you were here, but he's with you, and he, he's actually happy that you were born and brought here, because really? now he gets to be, he gets to hang out. Ah. Uh. He gets to, yeah, he gets to be with you. That's so weird. Yeah, that... Um, he says you're not editing enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so honestly, when this was happening, this was my grandma telling me that this was going to happen. This really? was, yeah. Dang, she, foreshadowing. Um, right. <laughs> she, so it was for me. She was saying, it's like, it's okay. Because I've never done this live. Yeah, no, no, no. This is this is a hundred percent like genuine. This isn't happening because we were like, okay. I I, I literally just told you. Um, Yeah. So this was for me, which was I told you it was light. It was very light. This one is not going away. Really. This one is is for you. And he he was like, when is she gonna say it? I'm here. I'm here. He wanted. Yeah. This is. And and so this is going back to your question. When it happens, they stay with me. Oh. So, like if I go around that person again or something, and they want to get a message, they will, like, hey, say I'm something. Here. So you have like a you have like a rolodex of spirits with you. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> it's it's it, again, it goes back to being creepy dating. You don't know if people are watching. <laughs> I, would, I feel like if I had that, I'd be like, I don't want to go around Lana today because I just don't want to be bugged. Damn. I don't want to have to relay a message to Lana yeah, today. Right. I'm going to stay right. home. Not today. Actually, that's a real thing. Of, of I you bet avoiding it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I no, bet no, no, because I it seems like you don't have a. F- like, that was one of my questions is like, um, where is it? Uh, it's like, it's a, like, you kind of alluded to it, but do you have any control over when and how you connect? It Wait, seems like it's just I do. there. If I, if I know I'm going in, or, you know, it happens a lot with people that I end up seeing often it's what I call um putting myself in a bubble I protect myself and I just say please not today I don't or when I'm going to my brother's shows or things like that I oh have man to protect, imagine <laughs> yeah I have to protect myself and say you know please not please because I I also want to enjoy myself but then there's times that you know that person is waiting for you. They know who you are. They know that you've gotten a message and they are looking forward to another message. Okay. And I have to say 
to myself. I feel like it's an unfair responsibility or unfair request to put on you though like it can be something yeah like it would be like if lana like if you came back let's just say tomorrow for example yeah. and i was like what did frank tell you today be like well, <laughs> no that's not fair like buffy has a life too right <laughs> <laughs> well even after my brother's show aired i did get quite a few side texts and messages that were like hey can you come spend a day with me can you this and i, I haven't been there yet i haven't yeah. got you know and i'm like yeah when the time comes but also, I have to be, you know, my, the rest of my life, I own a cafe, I did a patent, I'm doing public speaking, like all these things. I have to be ready because when you when you do say, okay, I'm going to go sit down with you, that's when it's a full-on session and that's when it is like draining and it's going to take me out for the day and it's going Right, to, like you know, I'm going to only yeah, do this gonna, today. It's going to take over my life and it's not something that, again, I don't charge for. So I'm not going in going, hey, this is an hour and this is all we got. And <laughs> I hope I got you your message and I'm out. Uh, sorry, Lana. Frank wanted to tell you more. It took me another $800. Okay. <laughs> but like, like going back to, to that aspect, um, do they, because like, I don't know if you speak any other languages. And so this is a big thing I have because um, you know Penn and Teller? Uh-huh. So Penn Jillette is a very, very stout atheist. He's like, there's no spirits, none of that. So, so is he- my sister's husband. Oh, okay. Until he met me. Until he met you. Okay. So he went to a medium and uh, he was like, and she was like, oh, your mom's telling you this and this and this. He goes, okay, so what language is my mom speaking to? And she's like, oh, English, of course. He goes, I know you're full of shit because she always talked to me in German. And so like, I feel if, if, they possess the ability to speak to you from beyond. They probably possess the ability to translate for themselves. For, right. And some when I go into a full-on um, communication where I think you heard me on my brother's show mm-hmm. share with my f- best friend, it takes over my body and my voice changes. I can't tell you what that voice is. And when I'm done, a lot of the times I don't remember what I said. Whoa. I don't. I have no memory, and, and my friend, but she knew she was having the conversation, and she knew at that moment. It made her, perfect sense to her. her. Yeah, her eyes were this big. The voice coming out, she knew wasn't me. The voice, you know, but she was like, that's my best friend, but she's not talking like herself, and she's not. And then when we got done, you know, when it, it just everything is, just, I looked at her like, mm. And like, I don't, I didn't remember everything that was said in it. So when she's saying it back to me, I'm like, oh, okay. Ooh, I, I just was, get you. I was just the, <laughs> I was the conduit. I was the. Right. You're just the, the vessel. So yeah, the vessel. So when, like I said, it happens at so many different levels. It, it happens at this one. It happens at this one. It happens at fully taking over my body. It happens at where I feel how they died. Right. And so. It's on so many levels. So it does, you go, you go into places going, not today. So not today. walk us through that. Like, how do you, how do you prepare yourself for that? How do you build a, a bubble, sort of say, around I, yourself? But really just in pray and just close my eyes and just say, you know, as I walk through today in my life, my being, please protect me. Please, you know, shield me. Please don't allow spirits to come through me. And every day, the words aren't exactly the same. It's what I'm feeling and who who I know I'm walking into, you know, or the amount of people I'm walking into. Because 
in a room at his show, there could be multiple spirits of people trying to get a message. Yeah, like I, w- I would imagine you're just like, mm-hmm. I just want to watch this band. Can you all leave me alone or at least just watch with and me? Usually like, I'm up front dancing and not singing out loud because I'm not allowed. I'm not a singer. You're not allowed? Is that <laughs> Brian's rule? No, that's our other brother's. Oh, he, he made the rule. Okay. He, would ha- he goes, why do you always have to stand by the camera guy? Stop singing along. <laughs> I, so that's hey, one thing I didn't I'm not good up. at. When I filmed your brother, I didn't pick it up, so I didn't see any any problem there. That's because I learned how to lip sync. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're like, I'll just memorize it and pretend to sing, and everyone's like, "Wow, you're a really great singer." And you're like, "I know, I know." Yes. Yeah, so no, it is. Um, it just it's different every single time. I was going back to dating. Um, I was dating this guy, and I one morning I get up and the news is on. And we're getting ready for work, and I see the news. I don't know if you guys remember when the 11 Marines went down in Hawaii. Or not Marines. I I forget right now again. I think it was Marines. But when they went down, all it said was they went down. And all of a sudden, again, he's here because he's our cousin. I looked at the TV, and I said, shit, that's my cousin. He's one of them, and he went down, and I could, and I right now can still visibly see he didn't go right away. He was stuck on a plane uh, piece floating, but they couldn't find him. And um, I can, that's the first time I've shared that experience out loud, but they didn't give the names of the 11 that had passed in that accident for a while, for some time, but I knew that he was, I saw it. Like and instant, I, as soon as you saw the news thing. As soon thing. as I saw the news, he came to me and I just laid back down on my bed. The guy at the time was like, what is happening? She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you wouldn't get it. Um, And I'm saying, and I'm describing him and I'm like, this is, oh my, and, and everything. And he's just staring at me. And then when it came out and they showed his picture and they said his name, my boyfriend was looking at me like, wow, how did you know that? I was like, I can't really, I don't know how to tell you how I knew that. We both turned on the same TV, you know, what do you want me to say? It was a little odd, you know, hi, I see dead people for real. (laughs) 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 And to this day, he's always like, hey, he saw my brother's show and he was like, I'm glad you finally went public. Right. You know, this, but Imagine yeah. speed dating. This is a sit down. I see dead people. Can you hang or not? <laughs> actually, you know what? I it's I read beyond energy. It makes it hard to date because you can read through that person. You're like, Ooh. I know you think you're a really good person, but I I had another experience. I had a different guy I was dating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at work, and he's at his house, whatever, and I. I'm busy. I'm um, managing cafes or a cafe, and I'm, I have tons of people. I'm running around. This is the busiest time. And I walk in my office, not even use my cell phone. I pick up the work phone. I dial his number, call his phone, and I say, are you okay? And he goes, what do you mean? And I go, are you okay? And he goes, do you have a camera on me? I was riding my son's scooter down the hill and just ate shit. <laughs> did you know that? And I go, I just need to know if you're okay. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. <laughs> what's like what's like the story you told yes. or Brian told us with, with Nicole, his girlfriend? Yes. He goes, 
I am. I think. I'm not sure I'm okay with you right now. <laughs> Physically, I think I'm fine. But with you mentally, I, I don't know where we're at. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> so needless to say, when I went there that night, the conversation was a little odd and different. But at that time, he was like, you, I, I don't. Yeah, when you're in tune, when you we, we don't always get the choice. But I could have just went, mm, whatever, and kept on with my day. But I needed to know if he was okay. <laughs> so Could you I imagine, like, call. like you you do something, like you just do something, and Buffy goes, and she's like, "I don't think you should have done that." And you're like, oh, <laughs> "Damn, it must have been bad." Then whatever I just did. Well, I know you guys know about our brother and what we're going through with right. him. Our deal is that I'm not allowed to call him before noon because he knows that if I call him before noon. I know what's happening to him before he knows what's uh, happening to him. And so... I don't know what's going on. Am I allowed to know? Our Tell brother me. actually uh, was told he was dying three years ago, three and a half years ago. Oh, he's God. living with a 13% heart. God. And, but he's beating all odds. He is... We are... We are fighting this fight, and he's doing it well. well. Yeah, brother. I wouldn't say he's fighting. I'd say he's... He's living. He's, he's not He's beating dying. the shit out of the he's, fight. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> But one morning, one well, one night, I couldn't. I'm up. I didn't sleep. One, I'm like. Does that happen a lot? Where like something's on your mind, so you're tossing and turning because of the Especially information you have. Especially when they're that close to me. Right. Yeah. So I'm assuming so, like with your cousin, it was probably the same kind same, of thing. Right? I didn't have a choice. Like right. the news turned on, and I was like, "Well, here it goes. This here we go it. for the next week." Just <laughs> here we go. And yeah, and it was kept coming, and that's. But with my brother, and this just happened maybe six, eight months ago, I don't know, but not that long ago. And um, he he has episodes that are pretty severe and just different things, but he'll, he won't tell us until after. And, but this particular night, I couldn't sleep, and I knew, and I was like, I promised him I wouldn't call until noon. I promised <laughs> I wouldn't call until noon because I knew he didn't leave us. I knew that much. But I was like, I promised, I promised my cousin... 8 30 in the morning a long text and i said i knew it I was like, <laughs> so i called him and i was like yes, well you need to call me first so it's kind of a joke but not a joke right but he was i was like i and i told him everything and he was like yeah i actually went into the hospital last night and this is what and i said i know but i wasn't uh, gonna call you and tell you this and tell you and so what i was telling him what i saw he was like yeah i'm sorry i should you're right Yep, yep, that's what, yep. And I'm like, you can't do that to me. That's not, not fair. You as True. my brother don't get to do that to me. I said, so you knowing about me and me having this deal with you, now you have to have this deal with me. If this happens again, you call me first. And no. he said, okay, deal. So it's not always fun. <sighs> and I and I had to explain to my sister because... At one point, she asked me, why won't you move back to Oregon to be close with us and be close to him? When, And I said, I wish you guys could understand what that feels like for me. To be next to my brother who is passing is like having a energy surge through you 24 hours. Ooh. So when I'm around him, it is rough, right? It is, this is my grandma. It's like, yeah, but I'm always with you. When I ha it, it, mm. I'll go when I go out there. I spend two, I know I'm spending two nights with him. I'm going to give it my all. I'm in it. 
I lay on his couch. We don't leave the house. We just have conversations. And because I know I can't really leave the home. I know right. that my energy is pulling from him and we're, you know, just, it's a, it's an exchange that even he understands. And so, uh, but I also know there was a time he, all he did is send a text. I, I love you guys. Everything's okay. I love you guys. And I picked up the phone and I said, you're not okay. And he said, no. And I flipped my car around and was on a plane into Oregon within two hours. And that's, that's how strong I feel it. And I know it. And so it's hard because, and I always tell my mom, he's fine. He's fine. And they all looked at me like, you're going to let us know, right? I'm like, I don't really get that choice. <laughs> so I not looking forward to it. Cause just like him that we're all best friends. You know, there's nothing about us that is all of us are super tight. So he's fighting that fight for all of us. But yeah, that, that, and being who I am is probably one of the hardest experiences I'm ever going to have in my life because it doesn't, where people lose their person, I'm physically going to go through some things that I don't even know what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, um, we'll be back on. In 20 years when it actually... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, around there, yep. <laughs> yeah, at that point, we'll have a, a dynasty on our hands. <laughs> She'll be like, I can tell everything about everything. No, it's... Um, yeah, it's... Um, it's, a, it, it's not something I think you can ever charge or go, hey... I gave you this message. Now give me fifty bucks. You like I the could, dudes yeah. in L.A. like with their with their album, and they give it to you. Hey, I'm gonna need a donation of twenty <laughs> bucks. Right. They do say I, I went out. I think I shared on Brian's show. I went to Sydney, Australia, to this conference that I just found because I did want to understand more. And I walked in, and there were a thousand plus people from all over the world, all different languages, different. Everybody there, people who had learned through books and through trainings and through this, people who had uh, were born this way, people who were impasse, people all different levels. In that conference, though, I ended up being one that all the elderly people wanted to be around me and learn from me or ask me questions. So that showed me that uh, this is me. I'm born this way. And this is when I, I do watch Tyler, the medium, um, Tyler. Is he the guy? The guy, the, the blonde hair. The one like in the LA? The goes in the cars? Or no, oh, the, no the, the gay guy? I think so. He, he's, I, he's honestly, in, he I has a show and he's like in LA, right? He has right? a show, he has yeah. yeah. Tyler. See, my girlfriend watches those and she also watches Long Island Medium. Yeah. I've, um, yeah, I've seen that. So too. when I watched his and he was doing readings for the celebrities, I would see what he would see. And I was <laughs> no watching. No way. I was watching That's with so my crazy. friends. <laughs> and... I was saying some of the things before he would say it, and my friends are like, we're turning it off. No. Not, you're not They're like, you watch this? I know it's premiering right now, but you must have gotten a screening of this <laughs> right, before. Right. <laughs> and it, it we were in, I was with some friends, and um, we were on Martha's Vineyard. And, and this was just last year. And she's like, my daughter loves the show. We're good. And I was like, okay, 
let's see how this goes. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to, this was their favorite show. So I, and I honestly don't ever watch it because I don't want. Yeah. To, it's, it's like the first time uh, I tried. Cause again, I was like, Oh, I'm interested. I want to see what, you know, what it is like for him or whatever. And then as it started happening, I was like, this is not good for me. I don't like this show. I, I, I Game respects game. I'm not watching this stuff. I'm not watching this stuff. Um, and I mean, I, I, I believe it's because we're Native American. We're very spiritual beings. I have um, some some of my closest best friends. They're twins. One of the twins is a strong empath too. She's she's not a medium, but she sees she she's another one. You know, and they're both we're all uh, Sioux. Um, I believe that's where it comes from, but that's just my belief. You know, I I again trying to figure out. Hey, I was born this way. Don't know where it comes from, but. I want to believe it's from the spiritual world of Native American. So you you said that there's like different, like everyone's different when it comes to like the mediums. Mm-hmm. Explain that. Like, is there like, do you mean like some people feel it, some people see it, mm-hmm. some people are mental? Like, what do you what do you mean by that? And I only know from my experience and then watching other people that we like all like from that conference. Yeah, from the conference, everybody has different levels or different, and maybe it's just how much they're willing to allow that to come through. I don't know, just because I've only been able to see it by watching. Like in that conference, the different things that we did in that room and how the levels came, mine seemed to have been stronger than mm. some of the others. And and none of us had that answer. They all turned to me like, what? how did you get that? Or what? why is that happening? And I'm like, well, I was born this way i don't know i don't have an answer for that's you. why i came here i want answers too <laughs> I I know. Answers too. but the only answer i got is that there are multiple people out there just like me but at different levels, levels. yeah at different levels of a lot of people i call being um your intuition is oh. empathic it, you know it is um just listen when when something when you feel something like uh, listen to it mm-hmm. and it, it'll give you the answer like trust your gut kind of deal. So are you that's like the, a, that's the label that we have to put on it. Yeah. Are you like a black belt? Are we like a purple belt? Are we, <laughs> we have to label it. Yeah. Not so like purple belt. I'm not that's, that's pretty damn belt. good. If you're a purple belt. <laughs> Shit. Here's the thing. So I started, I started doing jujitsu this year. I'm still a white belt, no stripe assassin. Um, mostly because I do no gi, so I don't even wear a belt because you just wear like what you would wrestle in. Um, but like the, that's how I can kind of understand it. There, there are there levels, are level. and there's levels in different aspects. Like, yeah, I could be really good at, at landing takedowns, but it doesn't mean anything because somebody has a different. They could be worse at me in that level, but better right. than me in a submission level and or again, anything like I'm that. And again, I'm not saying that factually that I know that. I just base it off of the experiences that right. I've gone through, and then when I watch the other mediums or the shows or the people that are doing this, I gauge myself and what I'm going through or you know when I was with the thousand other people it ended up being more on me of like what it, how can you do that or what's right. this and I'm like oh apparently I am stronger I don't know yeah. so it's really just all off of experience and then being around other friends or other people that will share hey I I can this happened to me and I am able to read people like this like my mom is probably as strong as me or stronger, but doesn't oh. share it as much, which is probably where mine came from, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it being Native American, my mom, all the, you know, all of it together. Um, 
But yes, she and then Brian has a lot of it also. Our other brother that I'm speaking of, his comes through in his dreams. He oh. he can, um, I won't share all of his, but all of us even have different levels of it. Mine is just that they truly come through me. Oh, that's great. Because your brother, Brian, he has he has them that follow him. Yeah. And they show yeah. up. Oh, mm -hmm. the orbs are all, all over the place. And yeah. Here's the all thing is like, like as somebody, so like I'm a filmmaker, I, mm -hmm. I've been watching ghost shows. That's why I have this mm -hmm. show because I've been watching ghost shows since I was like five. Mm -hmm. Not really that little, but like young. Mm -hmm. um, and always orbs were discredited as dust. And you can, you can tell. But when Brian showed me his video when he came on the show, I was like, right. they're all so consistent. They're right. They're moving and they're consistent and like it's the same consistency. And bright. And right. bright, yeah, right. and the brightness bright. was consistent. It didn't just look like a, a speck of dust going. It was like, no, that looks very intentional every single time. Yeah. Our other brother had an experience where they moved into the house that they live in now, and he has two pit bulls. And one can be pretty, you know, up always obnoxious. They, they were just staring. They were quiet and just staring into the corner, just staring. So he was like, mm, him knowing, but he was like, hold on. And then sure enough, Buffy calls. <laughs> he got his phone. Right. And all these orbs were huge, just pouring out of the wall. And he was like, what? And he was like, oh, so he sends it to Brian. He's like this. And I mean, I'm like, yeah, but they're there. You have, I mean, you're ha a majority of the buildings are built on native land. There's dead people under every building that, that we right. walk on. It's going to be such an uneasy feeling. <laughs> like, like it's got to be like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm sleeping on four different graves right now. Like, yeah, I mean, not because I did it. it. Yeah, but it's true. It's a true statement. The 405 they were digging up uh, five, six, seven years ago, and they had to stop because they found um, native bones. No, uh. yeah. I, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they you would find that. You can look up that. the story. They were literally, they're expanding it and everything, and they found bones and everything, and that's native land. So there's a no, lot of uh. things you have to go through. That was out here? At California. Oh, For California. the 405, yeah. Oh, 405. Thanks, so, so continuing on, we have uh, some fan-asked questions from our, we're going to be starting a Patreon here soon so people can mm -hmm. ask questions. So um, a lot of these are anonymous, which is, Fine, but you can leave your name. We want to know who yeah. you are. Uh, somebody asked, have you ever helped someone resolve a paranormal or spiritual issue with the... With my abilities? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. Um, like I said, I have friends who ask. It's just something that I... Right now, I just walk through life doing it. I'm not opposed, uh, but it's just something that I have to map out into my life <laughs> and go, okay, I'm going to take this time because I don't know what it looks like for me until I get in there and I get the feeling and I understand, you know, what, what is even the, the going to pioneer saloon that is right. an experience for me, which speaking of, we're going there next month, uh, with your brother, yeah. <laughs> Brian, uh, to do a ghost hunt. And I'm actually scared out of my fucking mind. Don't be, uh, cause you I've never done them right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm already, <laughs> I may need to change my pants after this uh, episode. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually excited about it. And then he was telling me yesterday while you were on the phone about the Goldfield Hotel, which I already uh -huh. knew about. Yeah. But he wants to like go, like <gasps> the two of us go do like a tour. Because they, they do like tours. Yeah, so I'm do. thinking of maybe we can go out there on like a day trip and do. Oh, she wants to go. Lana wants to go to everything. 
Oh, well, yeah, she, I'm, just, I'm, I'm that girl. Originally, when we were planning out the Pioneer Saloon shoot, it was going to be like six of us because I was going to have her and our other producer go because girl. they would just antagonize. They would just go there and be like, I need to see something I for would. it to be real. I'm uh, very friendly with ghosts. Well, you have one that follows you, yeah. so you seem to be doing something right. Yeah. But, uh, oh, he's actually just with you. He's just, well, see? See, they, they like me, bro. They fuck with me, <laughs> heavy. Uh, okay, so... Uh, I do want to point out, yeah. as you see, mm -hmm. once they leave me, it all goes away. It does, yeah. You it look completely away. fine. Like, yeah. I've That's seen crazy. the... It's wild that, like... And, like, this is changing my perspective. One, because knowing you to the extent I know you, you're not in this to, to try to... She's not here to gain clout. Like, right. you're probably going to go to her Instagram. It probably has, like, 50 followers. <laughs> yeah. She's not sitting here trying to be, like... Go check out my brother's show. Right. He really hired me to come do this. It's none of <laughs> none of that's going on. I mean, yeah. do go check out Brian's shows yeah. coming up, but yeah. <laughs> but that's not why we're here. Um, so another question is: How do you differentiate between genuine paranormal experiences and other sensations or emotions? I put myself when it's happening um, right in that experience, and going back to the one that happened in the pool. I have to quickly either accept it and say, okay, I'm okay with this, or I'm pulling out and this doesn't, I can't do this. Um, I have encountered bad spirits. I shared that on my brother's show. Uh, if it, if it not, not that they're going to harm us, but there are, it, evil is evil and there is evil out there. And um, I, I won't allow that to come through me. And so when I feel that, I back out of it. And, and like, no, no. And, and when I do that, you'll see, see me go down into not now, not now, not now. No, no, no. And I'm backing out and saying, please, no, <laughs> no, no. And it's a fight because they also want to come through. And there's, right. They have, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost like, did you ever watch, um, what was the show Jennifer Love Hewitt? Remember uh, the ghost show back in the day? Charmed? No, not charmed. Um, we've had them in studio though. Uh, the, the 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 mean girl, huh? The mean one. Rose? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was her producer for a day. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to produce her show, and then um, she something came up, and she stopped doing her show. But I don't, I don't that's know. besides the point. Uh, it, Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think it was like Ghost Whisperer. No, I don't, I don't remember that. You guys don't remember that? I mean, my mom just has a type of show she watches. Cause she watched <laughs> yeah. Charmed. She watched that. I never, I, yeah, I didn't get into Charmed. Probably because of who I am. I watched right. a few And you were like, mm, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, with, with Ghost Whisperer, that always felt like the, 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 the plot of the story was, I meet Lana. Mm -hmm. Lana's husband died. Husband, uh, Lana's husband needs to tell her something. Yeah. So by the end of the show, but then Lana's husband was abusive. Yeah, fuck that guy. So then she finds out, like, you know, she deciphers, yeah. oh, what? he's trying to tell you something, but I'm not going to let him because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, because it's probably like I'm. But you. not saying you do that, but it, it's at the end of the show. It's always like the, no, somebody from Beyond needs to get a resolution. That's why they're so yeah. adamant about the show was called Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, okay. so I was, yeah, right. He was right. I was right. Yeah, my mom used to watch the, the dog shit out of that show when I was a kid. <laughs> so I remember that show. Um, but so I feel like that's the the reasoning yeah. potentially behind why they're so adamant about speaking through you. Yeah. So like, especially like in, in Costa Rica, is that yeah. where we were? Like, when are you going to go back? Yeah. Like, it, this is, the, they probably understand this is like my chance to like right. yeah. get this said. Can I, if she's right here. Can I, can I? Yeah. 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 And that really is it. I know, you know, not a lot of people believe, oh, and spirits and that they're, they know who their vessel is. They know who, you know, we open ourselves up once we, 
allow and say yes this is who we are they just okay they come on through Ooh, so 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 a ghost or like a spirit can pick up on the fact that you're a medium and want to transfer a message or i'm gonna go a little deeper than this we as humans label it we call it a medium and we put labels to it mm -hmm. but they just know who the vessels are they know who shares their energy they can probably it's probably visible yeah. to them like you and me probably look like, like on a heat map we're like low oh. she's like glaring she's like glowing yeah and we just have a fart on our butt <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Um, so Jessica from North Carolina asks, are there any specific tools or rituals you use to enhance your mediumship abilities? Not at all. I was born this way. It just, it's just, Maybe it just I was happened. Born this way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. And, and each experience is how I, again, judge it And each, you know, some are lighter, some are this, but I've never read a book done absolutely anything besides go to that conference. Right. And probably at that conference, you're probably just becoming more aware it wasn't more like aware, a, i'm gonna right. go to talking to ghosts from zimbabwe yeah. <laughs> class right now no, it was just to be more yeah to, to become more aware and really to see it said there were thousands of people so i wanted to see are helped there really curiosity of people yeah and it curiosity. probably helped you realize oh i'm not the only one going through yeah, this right. i can really relate to it people was to help myself yeah to help. this is this is i don't i hope this isn't insensitive where <laughs> they're like dueling mediums no, I'm seeing it better than you are right now. No, I when I say that, that's where like things would happen. And I would be sitting there and just respond the way my body, because we were in things that spirits were talking and things were happening. And all of a sudden I would see people looking at me, you know, like, what is it? <laughs> like and, I, and I'm like, you're like oh, did I brush my hair correct? I, <laughs> so, but that's again, how I learned to judge myself and go, okay, I am stronger than what I knew I was. And that's how I knew to start allowing, okay, it is okay. If this, if something started, I'd be like, no, you can handle this one. Okay. See what this is about. Low. Okay. This is okay. And I just kind of took it from there. I just imagine like somebody speaking on stage and they're like, yeah, it happened when my grandmother passed 30 people. Your grandmother is telling me right now. <laughs> 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 Uh, so our next question, uh, let's see. There's some of them that you've already already answered. Um, yeah, I think I think we may be running low on the questions there. Uh, oh, this is a, a very good one. So an anonymous person asks, are there any ethical considerations or responsibilities that come with being a medium? Absolutely not. Be yourself. You were born this way. Oh. People are going to love you or hate you, but you're you. So don't. If if you are having any of the feelings or going through what you hear me sharing, be yourself. Be your true, authentic self, and life will accept you for who you are. I love that. That's 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 a clip right there. That's put that on every book ever. <laughs> Just put that on a book. It's a quote. Uh, Adam from the UK asks, "What advice do you have for someone interested in developing their own psychic or mediumship abilities?" Just that. If if. I mean, nobody's, I can't say that because I can't speak for everybody. I feel that if you're asking that question, you're having some experiences that I'm sharing. So if you're having that and you can't go to a conference like I did, or you can't, um, you don't are around people as much as I am to have those experiences. Yes. Read the books, understand 
I wish I could think there are a few out there that I've seen. I haven't read them, but I've, I know they're good books from, you know, just reading the backs of them. Um, but read up on it because again, it's just going to help you do what I did when I went to the conference and help you realize that there, you, everybody has a bit of it in them and it, you'll figure out what your strength is as you start accepting yourself for who you are. It's like perfect sound bites. Ser the, seriously, like, though, I'm like clip after clip after you have, clip. I'm gonna do, think of editing all these before. Like, what did you do before before what? this? Like, did you like were you like a public speaker? Well, funny is <laughs> that I actually just went to a conference in Atlanta because that's my next step. And they're told they told me get your own podcast, get your this, get your that. And I'm like, why can I do all this I, on my yeah. own? Why did I come in? No, I can help great. you. I got you with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we have everything great, you need here. They're a, <laughs> they're a great company, and I love being a part of the family. But public speaking is my passion um i i worked on you know i've worked with uh youth i don't want to say troubled because i call that lack of parenting but um <laughs> it's um you know it's funny she says that one. but you've met george george <laughs> to, well no no not him but he was a teacher for a couple of years oh. and he taught emotionally disturbed children and he me, said oftentimes like they would just like he told me about one time this kid like his parents showed him and goes, yeah, where's the paperwork I signed to just say I'm not taking care of him anymore? Yeah, it's lack of parenting. Yeah. I love every 60 of my boys that I had. And at one point I had some girls in there too. I, every single one of them. I, and still have contact with some of them. I had, a, I had a teacher. So here's a funny story. Um, I, you know, growing up in middle, started middle school, I started taking honors classes. In high school, I started taking honors in AP. Okay. Senior year. I got a C in an AP class, and my counselor freaked out and put me in regular. Oh. Second semester, I felt like I was going to prison because <laughs> I'm hanging with these kids that like don't care. They just don't want to be like I could get it. I didn't want to really be there either, but I had extracurriculars. I was jazz right. band president. I did wrestling. I did marching band. I did all this stuff. So I was like, okay, I have stuff going on. But these kids were like, I just show up because my parents tell me I have to. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the English teacher that I had the second semester had this theory, and and I feel I mean you probably resonate with it perfectly that. She's like, the best way to teach children is to love them and not love them in like a creepy or weird way, but like yeah. show them compassion, show them like, hey, you know, I'm showing. Hey. Yeah. Like, like there was a kid who like just didn't show up for a week and like we thought he was sick. And so she sits down with him and he goes, yeah, you know, my mom uh, and I have a rough relationship and, you know, I just didn't want to be around her. And so she said, all right, guys, you guys are just going to read. And she took the whole class and just sat with that student for the rest of the semester that student showed up showed up every day every day, day. and that's every what day. It takes. and he was on the a lot of the kids it was funny like they were like you're not going to graduate i'm like what do you mean i'm not going to graduate i have all my credits mm -hmm. like my counselor thought i was not going to graduate cuz <laughs> i think she was thinking of me as like a regular student and like oh you need to get two semesters but like i had four oh. because ap they gave you more credits mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. like i was i was ahead, like on. junior year i was going to graduate like i was fine oh, nice um, but so like some of these kids were like in failure, like deep failure of like, you're not going to walk, you're not going to graduate. And that kid turned his life around from not, not walking to, he was time. there with me on graduation day. Aww. I don't know what he's doing now, but, um, but no, so what you were saying, I'm sure you can resonate with that though. Yeah. That like, no, it's, it's probably one of the most effective ways to get children to be where, where better. I worked was a locked in, actually they called it a non-public school and they were locked in. So they were, you know labeled troubled um but as i got to know them it was lack of parenting and i would i had my own daughter at the time and i would get up and go in and go on what was their side where they slept and then our side of the school and 
every morning I just walk through, wake up, boys, wake up, wake up, good morning, good morning, good morning. Like, like a motherly con- figure. Yeah, that constant just good morning, you know, yep, class is going to start. I'm over here. I didn't let the unit just be, okay, you go in. I made sure they knew I showed up and I showed up for them. So, and then they would, they would come and show up for me and we would go through class together. And what was the turnaround rate on that? I As had, opposed to before you showed up to after you'd showed so up. So speaking of all of that, it, when my brother said to the show, his show, you have done so much in your life and let's share this. I will share one thing I didn't do, and that was go to college. I didn't go to college, but yet I was a teacher at a school. I ran a workability program. I had the state of California, as long as I, I wrote papers to get credentialed to teach these classes. So I share with people all the time, there is an exception to every rule. If you truly want to do something, you will find a way to do it. And so with those kids, that was... Um, how I took them on like I would so there was a principal five teachers and at the end of each semester we would have which classroom we give a ceremony you, they could either get their GED or their diploma I had the most diplomas come out wow and I was the only one that didn't have a college education <laughs> I just want to say that <laughs> you know I uh, college is cool and all and if you want to go I'm not knocking you for it but um but it's a waste of time depending like what you and i do right now um i find it funny and kind of like imposter syndrome but like i dropped out of college uh, for film school i dropped out i was like this is too expensive i'm already a professional doing it at the time i was editing professionally on the Mm -hmm. side and now you know as a producer here at the studio i am interviewing people who are in college that need internships and they were like yeah so when did you go to unv i'm like i got approved i didn't go i actually went to full (laughs) sale so i went to online school and i only did half a year and i've done more and you know you've met travis i think right he's the so he's you know great for travis he's in japan for two weeks right Uh, poor kid poor guy Um, poor guy (laughs) he actually graduated from film school and i was like talking to him i was like should i go back like should i just go back and finish it he was like no because that piece of paper does nothing for you in this field. Right. Yep. He's it like, depends. it's just going to end up with you. He's like, where you're at now would have taken you 20 years to get to if you had just went the school route and became a PA mm-hmm. and just worked on sets for $100 a day. Now I have to back up because my daughter will probably watch this. You do need college in the field that you... <laughs> in this field? So or? when I oh. made you finish college, there was what a your, reason. What did your daughter do? <laughs> she, um, communications, but she was a reporter right out of college for Dope. NBC, then an anchor. I feel like if what? you want to go, if you want to go that route, like you yeah, want to work for a big corporation. The education, and yeah. then a producer for CBS in um, Florida. Not but damn. for her, she... Um, she came out during pandemic, so every she would still be in it. But it, I mean, it was a lot. She was a lot of it was talking about death every day, every day, every day. And she uh, was 21, 22 years old, and oh. so it was just yeah. really, really hard on her. But now, I mean, she wants a podcast. There's certain things she still wants in it, but she's like, the whole, Mom, have the whole why did I go to college again? The whole Hopkins family is going to be here. I'll be <laughs> producing. So uh, <laughs> we're running short on time, but I just want to ask one thing. It, I have one more to question that. too. Okay. Go ahead. Um, we, especially this show, I deal with troubling subject matter a lot. You have a lot of stuff that's not necessarily pleasant. The circumstances are for why you're telling somebody something is not pleasant. Mm-hmm. How do you handle the grief or the weight of this information? So, like, for me, I've become so desensitized 
because I've just been so into it for so long that it kind of doesn't fit. Like even with a child, I kind of have a different mentality of that kind of thing. But for somebody like you who has these actual experience, like I'm seeing everything from the outside. You're seeing everything. Literally from the inside. Yeah, from the inside. <laughs> so how do you handle that kind of weight on your shoulders at all times? Like of, it, oh man, I just told somebody something and this is because why is because they asphyxiated, you know, and they passed away like during an argument or something like. I, I definitely make sure before I leave that person, even if I don't know them, that I stay within their space until they're okay. Um, I don't just, hey, look, gotta go. I don't do that. <laughs> That'll be $80. <laughs> I've never done that. Even when it was a stranger, you know, I sat with them and, and uh, is it resonating with you one and, uh, you know, every time it has, but are you okay? And here's my number. If you ever want to talk again, sometimes they do. Sometimes that was enough for them. So, um, I will say, you know, well, I introduce myself at first. Hey, I'm sorry if this comes across, you can tell me stop at any point and I will stop what I'm telling you. I let them know and no one told me to do this. Nobody, there was no book that said, this is how you do it. That's just what I felt when I, when I'm going into it, like, Hey, this is a message. And I, but a lot of the times I will ask, Hey, are you okay? If I hug you and I bring them in close. And so I know that, that I, to me, that's allowing them to also understand me that I'm not doing this out of, to hurt you, that I'm doing this clearly from my heart. And I, I'm not asking you for money. I'm not asking you. I just want to be able to share what is coming through me right now. So it's really, and then after that, depending on how strong that is, I go home and knock out for hours or I, you know, it just all Do you depends. have like a, do you have like a post medium, like it's like Taco Bell. You're like, I just did it. I'm going to have some Taco Bell. I earned it. I'm actually going to call that a vodka. You know what? I think for that, I think that's more than reasonable. Uh, Lana, I'll let you ask your question. We'll we'll end off with that. Um, I wanted to know, because I know like um, the ghost kid just came to you for Mm -hmm. myself, which was crazy. Um, But do you ever have a message to relate to a child, like a parent who has passed away to like, a kid who's like five years old or something you mm-hmm. have that one I won't do though oh you won't yeah not not unless there was there was one of my assistants um her daughter and I shared that on my brother's her daughter but her because her mom was my assistant and she knew I asked her are you okay oh. if if I share this with your daughter and she brought her daughter into the room with me and we all did that together, but I would never go to a child, and that's just me on my own. But I yeah. wouldn't do how that to a child because daughter? they wouldn't. Um, how old her daughter at the time? I want to say like ten. Really? There probably has to be yeah. some emotional maturity at, yeah. at, to, to and, relay well, that information. To, just, and again, just speaking for myself, I didn't understand myself at five years old, so I wouldn't want right. to put that on a child at that age. You right. know, I might share it with their parent if their parent is open to it and say, you know, this is what came through or maybe uh, mean a grandma's, you know, whatever that message is, if, if it was the parent that passed and I would talk to an adult before I would go to the child, but it has come through. Aww. Yeah. Just, and again, I get to choose you know, so to the, to the extreme of saying not now, please not now. Like that girl, the woman in Costa Rica never got the full message. She was okay with just knowing that he tried to come through and she was like, okay. And I said, he is here. And on another conversation, we will finish. And before I left, we didn't finish, but she said, Buffy, I, I shared with my daughter that what I witnessed happened to you 
even then. And we are, we're grateful that you gave us that, that we know that he's with us. And so it, to me, it felt good that I was able to shut it off and, and them still understand. Oh, that's so cute. That's dope. That's sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Right. Right. For for them, not for you. (laughs) Buffy, I want to say thank you a ton for coming on. This was spur of the moment. And you were saying literally before we started that, like this was meant to happen because you were in town for some other business and Brian, you know, and it's not unlike Brian to just show up. We, you know, Brian is, is. He'll show up just to say hi. Yeah, he's yeah. love that guy. Brian is family here at the studio, so he shows yeah. up and we're like, ah, Brian's here. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, a, oh, they're home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you were there, and then it totally dawned. I was like, wait a minute, people have been asking for you to be on the show, and you know, I was like an unofficial co-host on Brian's show when you were on, <laughs> and so it just made sense. But you were saying you were like, we had no intention of like he didn't tell me he was coming to the studio. He didn't. He probably didn't mean for that to we happen. We had no idea what we were. We wrote in together. We everything. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. <laughs> right. I, his intro was like, my little sister has done multiple things with her life, and today we're gonna. And I. And then like, you're like, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday you guys come in yeah. and, you know, I'm just being nice. I was like, oh, hey, good to see you again. And then like 20 minutes, I was like, holy shit, wait a minute. <laughs> like I, I sort of would be asking Brian, like, how long is she in town for? And then when he said 10 o'clock, Brian was like, what? Disrespectful hours. <laughs> We're busy here. We got, we got a full slate every day. So I was like, I got to get... Gotta get this episode in, but Buffy. Work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but Buffy, thank you so much for coming on. It was just truly an enlightening conversation, and um, I know our listeners are going to be more than just infatuated with all the information oh, you've well, given us. Thank you, and thank you for allowing a safe space because of again, course. this is only the second time. Of course, yeah, that yeah, I've yeah. Fully shared or you know talked about it, and again, it, it, it you don't walk around going, "Hi, Hi. I'm." <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not here to we're not here to make anybody uncomfortable or to be yeah. like how dare you call yourself a medium that's not real <laughs> because like with everything on this show i'm very in the middle we don't have if we don't have definitive proof one way or the other how can i make right. make a you know a definitive answer for anything right. so right. um you've definitely changed my mind about a lot of things um it's been very eye-opening um where can people find you and what do you have going on currently a lot <laughs> I think that's my actually my cafe. My manager's been calling me off the phone. Um, it's like stop telling ghost stories. We need help. Just on my, I'm open on my social media. So you put the Instagram. If they have questions, reach out. You know, if you, like I said, if I have the time, usually that's when I'm laying down in my bed and I take an hour or so to myself. Sometimes I feel like going on. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I close my eyes. Sometimes I watch some TV, but. Um, if I am willing to take that hour and share it with somebody, yeah, reach out. And I, I'm, um, if I'm in the right space, if you reach out and I'm, let's be fair. If I'm not in the right mindset, I will actually say at another time, but I will give you that time. But yes, that's cool. That's dope. Well, thank you to thank everybody you. who's no. been watching. Uh, this was a truly incredible episode. I just want to say thank you again to Buffy. Thank you again to Lana for being a real one and engineering for us and yes, producing for us were, today. You were fun. He Thanks. was fun too. So <laughs> I don't know. Podcasts have been wow. She's, she's been hanging. She's been hitting with the heavy hitters. First yeah. Ryan, now she's here. She's with the heavy hitters of podcasts. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> uh, Please check out all of our links down below. We're going to be starting up a Patreon here pretty soon so you can ask questions like the questions that were asked today. And until next time, everybody, stay bizarre.
Hey, me. <laughs>